This is Learn It From An 80s Song. I am your coach, Patricia Freiberg. This is I Love the 80s meets the healing of storytelling and the positive impact of music. Inspiring guests share their powerful stories, yielding incredible strengths. Through both story and music, this podcast will elevate your mood, providing you with a positive outlook. It will ignite recall so that you can tap into your own life experiences. We don't just hear the knowledge and wisdom gained from our podcast guests. Through powerful story, we can live it. a very special guest. Please welcome Gretchen Zellick. Gretchen Zellick is an AFA certified group fitness instructor, functional aging specialist, and co-partner of Donuts and Pie Fitness. She interviews national fitness, health, wellness, and lifestyle experts about how to age enthusiastically. In the 80s, she worked as a money market trader on Wall Street. She currently lives in Santa Monica, California with her husband of 35 years. She loves core bar fit classes, running, and anything that helps her age enthusiastically. Welcome, Gretchen. It is so great to have you here on the show. I am so happy to be here. Thanks, Patricia, for having me. All right. So this is the part of the show that we have the big reveal. Can I get a drum roll, please? Gretchen, what is the song from the 80s that best resonates with your story? Once in a Lifetime by the Talking Heads, without any doubt. Yes, such a great song. That is 1981. So we're taking it back to the beginning of the 80s. And what an incredible song choice. I actually have been listening to it all morning long on repeat because it's just such an incredible song. Those were my years, I'm telling you, the 80s. That was it. (laughs) Those are some good years. All right. So, Gretchen, tell us your story. Uh, How far do you want me to go back? I was a uh, um, money market trader on Wall Street in the 1980s, lived in Manhattan. And uh, from there, I... um, Moved out of town, went to San Francisco, got married, had kids, and uh, started a fitness business. Very good. Very good. And tell us the name of it, because it's the best name ever. It originally started as uh, when I was selling products, and they were products for people that were uh, well, had sore knees, wrists, or a neck. They're called uh, do or die fitness. But since we've uh, evolved into actually working with uh, the over 50 population and and learning more about them and the products they like to use, not just mine. It's called Donuts and Pie Fitness. And I think that just resonates with, with me and my partner, Annie, and everybody else. They kind of chuckle when they hear it. It's not so serious. It is. It's so great. And uh, behind her is her logo, which is brilliant. It's a little donut, half pie, half donut. It's so cute. It's so great. And I love what you're doing for the anti-aging population. Well, it's all about aging enthusiastically. We've actually trademarked that. And it's about kind of, you know, your second and third act. And there's a, a lot of fun left in life. And so we're kind of, we're talking about that. 
Yes, so much fun. And I really am looking forward to hearing, you know, more about your story that best resonates with the song. Well, I um, was the oldest of six kids. I lived in a very small town in, in Western Massachusetts. And my kids would spend, we were lucky enough to be able to spend the summers with my, my parents. And I just remember one, one summer when I was there, my dad had this old truck and it was rusted out. So we were putting duct tape on the, the truck so we could get it through the inspection. And he said, you know, this is going to be the last truck I ever own. And I was in my mid early 30s at that point. My dad was in his um, 70s and he was very strong, um, energetic, always moving kind of guy, never sitting around. And I couldn't believe he said that. And I said, what do you mean? I can't even imagine saying this is the last time I'm going to do something or this is the last thing I'm ever going to buy. And he said, you know, life goes by so fast. I feel so young, but I know I'm old and I know that I'm not going to live forever. And this is the last truck I'm going to buy. And I said, you are so wrong. And I just, it kind of, thought just resonated with me. Like, how could you, like the finality of things. And then he was right. It was the last truck he he bought. And he, um, he wow. shortly thereafter. And I just thought it's just, I just can't, I just, it was just so different that, and his point was, I feel so young. This happened to me so fast. Here I am with my grandchildren and, and you, and I just, I have more life to live, but I, I think I'm done. And so it really, um, opened my eyes because, and that's kind of one of the reasons why we have this business too, is that they used to write people off when they were 60 years old. I remember looking at my grandparents when they were in pictures of them, were looking at them in their fifties and sixties, and they look so much older and so much more um, sedate, like just quiet. And they didn't go out and do things. I, I took up running when I was in my fifties. And, um, wow. and I remember people saying, you're too old to run. And you're just not, I mean, it's just no. not. It really stayed with me. And I think about that all the time with my dad is that he didn't, you know, if he, he didn't want to get older, but he had no control, but he didn't enjoy it. And that was something that I've learned. You've, every day is a new adventure. It is. And it's, it's really living life to its fullest and how we can do that. That is such an incredible story. It's just interesting today that I, that we're filming, you know, recording this podcast because it is actually the one year anniversary of my dad passing um, today. And you know, I, I had mixed emotions on on whether I should even record today, but I knew that who I know my dad, my dad would have been like, no, yeah. no, you know, you go to work, that's what you do, you know? And and it's just so interesting because part of what I learned and how I even made a shift, like you're talking about, exactly what you're talking about, how I made a shift personally was being with him and reading him his autobiography and thinking about legacy and thinking about how fast time does go and living life to its fullest. And, and, and it's just so interesting, like when you're talking about your dad and, and really looking at like taking life and I can't even say it anymore than just really living it to its fullest and, and being showing up, you know, every day as your best self. Exactly. It was funny because he always felt like he was an older dad. And I think he was 34 when I was born. And he was like, <laughs> I'm so old, you know, and, and, and then my, he was 44, the youngest of the six was born and it's still young, but I just, yes. it was a different kind of mindset. And um, it's funny because you talk about le uh, legacy. Um, mm -hmm. I remember when my kids were little, I was always trying to get my grandmother to write 
in one of those grandmother books. Yes. And she always put it off and put it off and never do it. I would like, oh, that's not for me. And now I think about how important it is. I can't wait to write one for my granddaughter. You know, just even journaling every day for her would be something that she could look forward to when she gets older. Absolutely. And you know, it's so funny when my dad had given me this autobiography they had written, I was in my 20s. I was living in New York City. And I was like, great, dad, you're writing your memoirs. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, thanks. It was like a Christmas present, right? And, um, and then how much meaning it has to me now. And how, you know, in the moments of me actually reading it to him and actually reading it cover to cover, all like 100 pages, how I told him, you know, he couldn't respond to me, but I'm like, dad, this is an amazing book. I am so sorry that I did not, you know, I kind of poo-pooed it at the time, right? But like how grateful I am to have that history and to have, you know, of of our family, of the Richardson uh, family. So it, you know, it's, it's so, it's so fascinating. What a gift, really. That's tremendous. Such a gift, such a gift. So how do you feel that this song resonates with the story? Because it's kind of like, how did I get here? Here I am. And, and it's so true. You kind of go through life and things happen to you. At least that's what was with me. I had a job, I got married, I had kids. And things, you get kind of um, consumed with your daily life as opposed to the big picture. It's all like what's in your little circle. Yes. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it, there was no mindfulness involved, nothing. I just did, like, very routinized. And then thinking back, you know, on this song, it's a, all about opening your eyes, reaching out to people, letting people reach out to you, asking questions. I never was a question asker. I would just, whatever the rule was, I did it. I don't know if it was because I was one of six kids and I followed the line, but the rules. But And then all of a sudden, I became a little bit, not a, a rebel, but I started asking questions. I started kind of standing out of line. I started volunteering for things. I started reaching out to people and it just changed. Like every day is just so much more interesting. Um, I just, I kind of educated myself more on the world and I just, I'm so happy I did, but that's the thing. It's not letting the life happen to you. You're going to make life happen. Yes. Yes. And that's, I do feel that in, in those moments when I was with my dad and talking about legacy, really looking at the big picture of life. And, and part of that, I feel like I was on, the, on that same path and only, this has only happened to me more recently where I was achieving, I was achieving, I was doing this and then I'm gonna do that. I'm a mom, you know, I have two young children taking care of them, you know, the family, the house, all of those things and, and losing sight of the bigger picture and losing sight of the content that I have within me, right? You know, I I was doing, 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 but I've learned through therapy, you know, through coaching that I'm definitely, I was a human doer, not a human being. Right. That's so perfect. And I don't want any woulda, coulda, shouldas when I, I want to, if there's something I can do and I have, you know, I physically can do it. I want to do it at this point. I'm not putting anything off. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So remember it. (laughs) Absolutely. And I love that your business creates the vehicle in which people can live their best, in their best bodies, in their best mindfulness, in their best life. And you're providing the the support network, really. That's what it is. And we share it with other people. And I've had so many people come back and say, oh, I've always wanted to do that. Oh, I was so interested in, you know, your last um, interview. And, And that 
I think is really fulfilling too, is that it shows people they can do things. We had one woman who started a, she was a, uh, a, like a fabric designer, and then she took time off, had kids, and then went back and started designing clothes that are made in Bali. And she goes there once a year, and she gets the most beautiful clothes. And we have another guy who started a winery. Um, wow. And he um, he had been a sommelier and then decided he wanted to get more inter- in, interested. Now it's like one of the best-selling wines in the country. And it just it's just so interesting to see how things just progress or how people, when they you know, work hard and they um, have a passion how, how it works. Yes. Yes. And then it is about your, the second and third chapters. It's not the end. Right. <laughs> it's moving forward. What's next. Right. Right. And I can't imagine not doing this at this point. I don't know what else I would be doing. So I know I'm in the right place. You're in the right place and you're yeah. doing the right thing. Yeah. I'd love to know this. What was the moment where you just felt that shift. Like for me, it was when I was with my dad and I was already headed that direction as well, but that just kind of thrusted me a little more quickly into really finding my true purpose. What was it for you? I'm trying to think. Um, It was after I started the products company, the fitness products company, and I was meeting people. And then I started, it was actually things like taking a fitness class or yoga where you have to calm down mm-hmm. and you're right there, even a bar class where like after the class you're laying down and you're just kind of like, just, yes. And all of a sudden I was thinking, it's all about being more mindful and about like, what am I going to do today? What's going on? And just all these opportunities. We also moved back East after we lived in California for 35 years and I had more time to, and my kids were all off in college or had graduated. So I had more time to um, do things on my own. And that was really fun to be able to explore what I like to do. You know, I, I um, took a goat yoga class. I took a boxing class. I took kind of really finding out where I took a writing class. I just did all different kinds of things to try to figure out where I wanted to land. And this is, this is what happened. So. Wow. And are you, but you're back here in Santa Monica now. Santa Monica now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Uh, my relatives, actually, my my husband's family, they all live in Hopkinton, New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So it's great. Great. It's a great in the Northeast. Love it. But uh, we definitely enjoy our sunshine here. <laughs> we're, not, we're not. There's no snow right here. So we're good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what I'd love to know is, you know, you took the uh, VIA Strengths Assessment. And yeah. for those of you that aren't familiar with the VIA Strengths uh, Character Strengths Assessment, when you take this assessment and it's free, uh, you really are finding out who you are to the core and the why behind it. Like, why do people take these via strength, character strength assessments? It is because our brain is hardwired to really see flaws and to see danger or problems. It's just the way our brains are. And it's, it's about that fight or flight, right? And that's how our, our brains are hardwired. So, we see bad before we see good. And you know what's interesting? When you take the VIA Strengths Assessment, and I don't know about you guys who have ever taken it, notice, uh, and you probably now might, might change it based on what I'm telling you. When I looked at my strengths assessment for the first time, I went to the bottom to see what my lowest strengths were. And, and just to preface it, when you look at your 24, there's 24 character strengths. When you look at it, it, it lines them up. And I was looking down at the bottom, <laughs> the 23, 24, 22. And 
But that's just an example of how our brains are hardwired to look at our flaws first. Now, with the VIA strengths assessment, those aren't flaws. The bottom are not flaws. They're just less exercised strengths, right? So we still have these 24 strengths. All of us have these 24 strengths, but they're just not exercised as much. So they're not weaknesses. Uh, and then just so you know, really the, the science behind it, by knowing your strengths, you will have more positive outcomes in your relationships, your career, your, just your general well-being. So by knowing it, your strengths, you get more positive outcomes. There is science behind this. In addition, our research shows that there's a high percentage of people who have strengths blindness, that they are going through life blind, not even knowing their strengths. And so by knowing them, you can increase your happiness exponentially. And that's particularly important right now during COVID-19. And that is, a lot of us are down and we're getting into the holidays, right? By knowing your strengths, it actually decreases depressive symptoms. So that's just another reason why you, everybody should take this free assessment and learn. All right, so enough about introducing the VIA strengths. I just wanted to give you a little background information. I want to hear, Gretchen, what your top, tell us your top five strengths and which ones really resonated with uh, your story. Okay. Uh, number one is gratitude. Number two is fairness, curiosity, honesty, and love. Uh, spot on. I, just, I think that, and you know, I was going to say taking this test was really interesting because it really made you think. You couldn't just kind of click on things. You really had to think and it, it made you kind of painfully aware of what, where your strengths were and where you were not so strong. But gratitude is right. It's as a being aware of and thankful for the good things that happen, taking time to express thanks. And I think that pretty much sums up every day for me. And as I was saying before, when I, um, when we interview people, every single person, when we ask them at the end, how are they aging enthusiastically or what is their prescription for aging enthusiastically? They always say gratitude. And I just think that that's so important. And it's part of being mindful and, and, um, and actually being happy. Fairness makes sense. Curiosity, it's like what I was saying before, um, trying to figure out what's new, what I can do, what I'm good at, what I'm not so good at. Honesty um, to a fault and love, absolutely. And I'm surrounded by love all the time. So that makes it easy. Wow, that's so amazing. What I loved about the gratitude piece was that people who have that as number one or in their top five, they're most connected with a meaningful life, right? That's right in there. And uh, Ryan Nemec's book, he works for the Via Strengths and I actually have been in class with him. It's, it, he's amazing and I've learned so much. But isn't that so fascinating that you ended up, gratitude ended up being your number one and that is the story that you were talking about today was really about connecting to the meaning of life. Isn't that interesting? I think this is great. And that test was awesome. I can't wait to have some other people take it. I know. It's so fascinating. It's so fascinating. And then also work calling. So people who are high in gratitude, they are called to their work. And it's interesting that you were called to go into the business that you're in. That is really cool. And then I was looking at the lesser strengths, not to jump ahead, but I love that you call them lesser strengths because that's exactly what they are. Lesser strengths. And <laughs> it's so funny because, um, self-regulation. Yeah. Perseverance. I'm pretty, per they say perseverance is courage. I don't know. 
I kind of have blind courage. I just got, kind of go into things. Perspective, prudence. Yeah, spirituality. Those are all definitely lesser strengths. But when you look at my top ones, that makes sense. Yes. And looking at courage, honesty and courage are together. So you do have that courage in there, that virtue, right? That makes so, sense. So, yeah. It's so, and then humanity. And just talking to you, you know, you can see the you're oozing humanity. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> so how how do you looking at your strengths? You know, how do you use them during this time? This, you know, I understand uh, if you don't mind sharing that you've been you've been under the weather, not with COVID, but with bronchitis. You know, over the last you know six weeks, a long time. How through? How do you think those strengths have helped you during this time? Talk about being grateful. I'm feeling better now. That's huge. Yes. Gratitude for feeling better. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many. I mean, at this point in my life, I'm so lucky. And, you know, I have a, I have a great um, supportive husband and kids. My kids are all happy and healthy. And, you know, I love living out in California now. So I just, and I love getting up every day and figuring out who I'm going to interview or interviewing the people. I love doing research. I love reading about aging enthusiastically. So that's a lot of fun. Fairness, absolutely. It's always about just giving everybody, especially in this day and age, the benefit of the doubt. Yes. And again, the curiosity. I think there's so much more to learn and to do. And finding it out is half the fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty much it right there. But I'm so, um, I just am so grateful for everything. Yes. But, yes. And gratitude is, is a link to ha- overall happiness, you know, and, and, and gratitude shifts your brain. You know, there's science behind that just by, you know, writing down for me every morning, I write down three things that I'm grateful for and it helps shift the brain. And and it might be, you know, as simple as my Nespresso. Like I have my coffee every morning and I'm so damn grateful for coffee. (laughs) I actually told my husband this morning, I was so grateful for him because he brings me coffee in bed every morning. (gasps) Oh, that's magnificent. Yeah. It's at 5 a.m. Still good. <laughs> 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My poor husband. He would, if he brought me coffee at 5 a.m., I'm not sure how I, I might respond. It's a great way to start today. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Oh, that's, that's so, that's awesome. And, you know, and I think for, you know, an action item, I like to come up with an action item for our audience. So, you know, if you, in looking at, Number one, audience, take the VIA strengths, the VIA character strengths assessment. Um, you'll learn so much about yourself and really look at those, the top five that you have and, you know, see how they show up in your everyday life. Watch it because it's pretty cool. You know, when you, when you see humor is one of mine and I, I take improv classes, it shows up on a regular basis. It's actually how I've, how I've made it through the pandemic with our happy family, you know, (laughs) all under one roof. (laughs) Do you have an action item that, you know, you'd like to add on to that Gretchen? An action item. Um, I would say go do something new. I mean, try Mm. to think about something new, challenge yourself, even if it's, you know, something like brushing your teeth on your standing on your right foot holding your, you know, your toothbrush in your left hand, do something new every single day. That's so great. And, and I know that trying new things is so beneficial for the brain. Exactly. And neuroplasticity kind of rewiring things. Yep. Yes. That's such a great idea. So you've got your, you've got your marching orders audience. 
Now's the part of the show where we get to talk a little bit about 80s trends and favorite shows and jingles and all of that. So we get to take a little trip down memory lane. So Gretchen, growing up, what would you say would be your favorite shows? I used to love Bosom Buddies. That was a good one. Um, yes. And then what else is in there that was like back in the Facts 80s? Facts of Life. Facts of said- Life. Love Facts of Life, yeah. Love Facts of um, Life. Who did you best pop- resonate with? What character? Uh, there was Blair, Joe, Tootie. Yeah, no, probably Mrs. Uh, what's her name? Mrs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, was it yeah. Hannigan or Mrs. Uh, Hendrick? Oh, oh man, I'm going to have to look that up. I was such a rule follower. You know, that was. Yeah. 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 It's so, that's so, that's great. That's, it's so interesting how everybody on this come on the show is, you know, identified differently with um, the characters. <laughs> yeah. We've got, we got a couple oh, Blairs. Joe was kind of a tomboy. I could totally yeah. relate to that. Yeah. It's very yeah. serious, like to the point. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then Blair was just fabulous. You know, she was just loved her hair, everything, uh, always dressed so beautifully. Yeah. So, and, and then did you have a favorite uh, jingle? Uh, oh yeah. Um, what is it? We wear short shorts from the Nair commercial. That's a riot. Yes. That's a riot. Yes. We wear short shorts. Yeah. Nair with short shorts. Right. <laughs> we wear short shorts. Nair with short shorts. Something like that. Yeah, I'm glad you're singing it. <laughs> oh, I love the '80s jingles. You know, it's it's so they they just have the best ones, and you just can remember them. And I don't know if it's that you know we don't really watch commercials like we used to. Yeah, you fast forward or you don't watch them at all. Exactly. What were the other jingles? Do you know? Um, do I know? Oh, I know lots of jingles. Do you remember Shasta? Like I wanna pop, pop, pop. I wanna. Shasta, Shasta. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, that, there was that. And then uh, the other week, we a couple months ago, we sang the Big Mac, filet of fish quarter pounder, French fries, icy Coke, thick shake sundaes, and apple pies. It's a good time for the great taste at McDonald's. And uh, they're just, and then give me a break, give me a break, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. So perfect. So many great jingles. <laughs> uh, like, and Bosom Buddies. The best theme song on that one. See, that's the other thing is they had such great songs. Exactly. And then linked. they cutting them out so they could get more, you know, airtime in for the TV show. Yeah. And that was where Tom Hanks just made his debut and he's brilliant. Yeah, it was good. And that was only on for like a year or two. Yeah, it feels like it would have been longer. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was only on for a year or two. I remember that show. That was so, so good. Such a great show. Great choices. Great cho- choices. Um, and I understand you had the very first edition of a certain book that came out in the 80s. Well, we, yeah, my husband and I were in it, the beer drinking games book. We had friends who wrote it. And so we had to try out the, uh, some the of the games. Game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the, the credit or the forward acknowledgement there. So. Oh, you're in the acknowledgements for the beer. <laughs> we really tested it out. <laughs> okay. We can talk about legacy. anti-aging and the best ways to drink beer exactly (laughs) i don't know if beer drinking is so good for you for your skin i'm sure it's fine (laughs) i hear it's good for your hair you pour it in it not drink it (laughs) 
Yeah. Did you guys have a favorite beer drinking game from that book? The very first edition? Well, all I remember is when they played beer pong. I don't remember. Yeah. It was really more of a watcher than a player, but it was at those games. Yeah. Same here. Same yeah. here. Yeah. I'm right there with you. That's why we're in the health industry. (laughs) (laughs) Laughed a lot, but that was, yeah, watching it. Yes, that's so great. So tell us, how does our audience, you know, get a hold of you? And because I'd love for for people who are looking at their next chapter to really, to be able to get your services or access all of your knowledge. So how is it best for them to get a hold of you, Gretchen? We, you can find us in a a variety of, places uh donutsandpiefitness.com and then on instagram we're at donuts and pie fitness uh we're also on facebook donuts and pie fitness youtube we inter we uh, record our interviews and then they are on our youtube channel donuts and pie um right so we're you can look for us so yeah donuts and pie yeah and donuts and pie fitness at gmail.com if you have any questions or want to contact us yes that's great and instagram is uh donuts and pie fitness Yes. Awesome. And then uh, Facebook is Donuts and Pie. And then YouTube, Donuts and Pie Fitness. Yes. And then the website is donutsandpiefitness.com. Check it out, you guys. Thank you, Gretchen, so much for being on the show today. And thank you for picking an amazing song and taking the Via Strengths. And uh, that was so much fun. And I loved how much they really did resonate with with the story that you told today. See, that just shows you everybody should take that test. It was so much fun. Yes. Thank you so much. I really had fun. Yes, me too. And then take care and um, happy holidays to you. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. We want to hear from you. First of all, tell us how these totally rad stories have inspired you. If you have a story with an 80 song inspiration, We want to hear it. You think this podcast is like totally tubular? Well, we would love your review. Stay connected with us on Podopolo and download the app today. Visit me at www.patriciafreiberg.com. Thank you, and we look forward to a double boost of inspiration next Motivational Music Monday.